0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Darryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we look at more of Solomon's Proverbs showing that in all labor there is profit, and riches crown the wise. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Proverbs chapter 14 on Simply the Bible.
0: The thing I love about Proverbs is that they are so practical. There are golden nuggets of wisdom for every part of life, business, marriage, social justice, and politics, not to mention our relationship with God are all topics covered in these pithy maxims of King Solomon. We continue in Proverbs 14, verse 18. The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. How tragic would it be to be born in a household where all you inherit is folly? But even in such a household, the grace of God can reach a noble soul who seeks a better way. But those who are prudent, or discerning, or sensible are crowned with knowledge, for they make the effort to acquire it. The evil will bow before the good, and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. This does not always happen in this life. Often evil people oppress good people. Poor Lazarus was laid at the gate of the rich man, desiring to be fed with crumbs from his table. But the rich man showed no concern whatsoever. But in the age to come, evil people will bow before good people. The saints will judge the world and every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The poor man is hated even by his own neighbor, but the rich has many friends. He who despises his neighbor sins. But he who has mercy on the poor, happy is he. The selfish nature of man shows little or no regard for the poor. Often they are overlooked, despised, or disenfranchised, whereas everyone wants to be friends with the rich. If you want to know if you have any shirt tail relatives, just win the lottery and see what happens. But if we despise or ignore the poor, then we sin. On the other hand, showing mercy to the poor brings gladness. Why is that? Well, it's because of what Jesus said. It is more blessed to give than to receive. God loves a cheerful giver and will make all grace abound to those who share his heart for the poor. Do they not go astray who devise evil? But mercy and truth belong to those who devise good. Evil begins in the heart. Evil hearts devise evil plans. Then they look for opportunities to carry them out. But in so doing, they depart from the path of life. On the other hand, mercy and truth belong to those who devise good. As David wrote, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Verse 23. In all labor there is profit but idle chatter leads only to poverty. Now, this is not always true. The works of the flesh do not lead to profit, but to death. But honest labor from a good motive brings profit to the laborer and to the beneficiary of the work. Solomon contrasts doing something with merely talking idly about it. Now, If the talk is wise planning or counsel in order to do something, well, then that can be profitable, surely. The crown of the wise is their riches, but the foolishness of fools is folly. The wise are diligent in their work, and therefore they are crowned with riches. Now, those can be material riches, but better yet are the spiritual riches that are the crown of spiritual labor. That's the time we spend in the word, in prayer, or in ministering to others, and we will be crowned with a wreath of grace. The true witness delivers souls, but a deceitful witness speaks lies. In a court of law, a true witness has the power to deliver a soul from false accusation or the power to bring justice to the guilty and so deliver their innocent victims but a deceitful witness speaks lies and does great harm. How true this principle is in the witness that we give to others of the truth of God's word and the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have the power to deliver souls through the gospel, so let's not keep it to ourselves. In the fear of the Lord, there is strong confidence, and his children will have a place of refuge The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life to turn one away from the snares of death. Some people may think of the fear of the Lord as something negative, not so. The fear of the Lord brings strong confidence because if we fear God, then we will keep His commandments and we will have the blessed assurance that He is with us and will give us good success. Even if at first we experience adversity or setbacks, We can persevere with courage, knowing that God will ultimately bring good in the end. We can rest assured that our way will find God's favor and blessing. And this strong confidence benefits not only us, but also our children, who then grow up in the shelter of the fear of God. Moreover, the fear of God is a fountain of life. It satisfies us and turns us away from from death traps in a multitude of people is a king's honor but in the lack of people is the downfall of a prince a king's honor is in the people that he rules now what if he has all the responsibility that comes with being king but none of the people to rule what a waste likewise we labor for the glory of our king jesus We seek to build his kingdom, not to build an empire for ourselves. How vain is that? But so that there may be a bigger heaven and a smaller hell. It will be our joy to see people whom we have led to Jesus Christ around the throne of glory, worshiping our beloved King and Lord. He who is slow to wrath has great understanding, but he who is impulsive Exalts folly. So if you are slow to anger, then it shows that you have great understanding. It shows that you have the heart of God because he is slow to anger and long suffering with people. But those who are quick tempered, those who impulsively fly off the handle, well, they exalt folly. And you really don't want to hang out with those people. And you certainly don't want to be one. We think about poor Moses when he lost his temper with the people. He also lost his access to the promised land. There is also the proverb that says that the one who controls his temper is better than the one who takes a city. The fruit of the Spirit is self-control. May God help us. A sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. Having a sound heart means that the peace of God is ruling it. The deceitful desires of the heart that we all have are restrained by the Word of God and the Spirit of God. But when envy grips the heart because of covetousness or greed or whatever, then it brings rottenness to the bones. It corrupts every part of the heart and life. He who oppresses the poor reproaches his Maker, but he who honors him has mercy on the needy. Now God has a special place in his heart for the poor. If we look down upon them or oppress them, then it is a great offense against God and he will come to their aid. He will come to their defense. If we would love and honor God, then we will be merciful to the needy for he is merciful to the poor, the widow, the orphan, and the stranger. May God help us see people the way he sees them. The wicked is banished in his wickedness, but the righteous has a refuge in his death. A person's wickedness banishes him from society. If he is not literally imprisoned, then he is a social outcast or banished in the prison of his own mind. But the righteous has a refuge in his death. Death holds no fear for those who trust in Jesus Christ, for we know that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Jesus has gone to prepare a place for us in his Father's house. When we go to it, then we will be able to rest from our labor, our hardship and pain. We are at peace, whether in life or in death, knowing that the best is yet to come. Wisdom rests in the heart of him who has understanding. But what is in the heart of fools is made known. So there is a reservoir in your heart of wisdom. If you are an understanding and discerning person, if you've spent time just gathering up the wisdom that comes from God's word. But what is in the heart of fools will be ultimately made known as they blurt it out. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Oh, wouldn't this be good if this verse were put upon every place of government? How righteousness will exalt a nation, how God's blessing will be upon that nation that honors him and honors his word. But my fear is that we are taking the other path. We are turning away from the righteousness of God and going our own way. We are following in the path of those in the book of Judges who did what was right in their own eyes to their own shame. And that's what it says. Sin is a reproach to any people. Not only does it bring shame, but it brings the judgment of God. The king's favor is toward a wise servant But his wrath is against him who causes shame. So if you would like to know the favor of our King Jesus, well, then be a faithful and wise servant and you will know the Lord's favor. But his wrath is against those who cause shame by going their own way, by leaving the path of righteousness, by perverting their path to a crooked path then they cause shame and bring God's judgment upon themselves. So, so many good practical things that Solomon gives us here, these nuggets of wisdom through the Proverbs, they do apply to so many areas of life and far more than I've even been able to scratch the surface of. I hope that God would help us all to not only hear them, not only store them up, but even more importantly, to do them, that we might be the beneficiaries of the blessings that come from
1: godly wisdom. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through to Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Next time, we'll see where Solomon gives proverbs about the power of the tongue, the abomination of the wicked, and when a little is better than a lot. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Proverbs on Simply the Bible.